0: Hello, and welcome to the Corporate Pero Latinos podcast. This is your host, Sophia. I hope everyone is having a great week. And if you live in New York City, congratulations. You survived that savage thunderstorm on Monday morning. So two things that I've been neglecting lately, exercise and my dating life. But this episode was bound to happen anyway, I have been wanting to talk about the whole experience that is being a single girly in the corporate world. So, you know, I'm covering dating in the workplace, dating apps, some cool research, as well as my two cents speaking from personal experience. A few weeks ago, I posted this poll on my Instagram story about whether or not people thought dating in the workplace was worth the risk or if it was just one of those immediately no thoughts. Many people had very strong thoughts on this, which is fair, but let me just share with you that when I'm the one being asked whether or not I would date someone I work with, to this day, I don't have a solid answer for that. I feel like it always just depends. I definitely think that dating in the workplace can be problematic and can end up being a very awkward situation, or even worse, a hostile work environment. But if most people are aware of this, then why are workplace relationships and or hookups so prevalent? When I started my first full-time job in consulting, I was always like, all right, bitch, you worked hard for this. Remember not to shit where you eat. If you've never heard that saying before, the don't shit where you eat, it is basically saying don't get romantically involved with someone from a place where you frequent often, like work, your gym, etc. You get it. First of all, I didn't want to get involved with anyone from work for that reason. But then I was also like, are you kidding me? The gym either. (laughs) Like those two places were literally where I spent most of my time during that phase of my life. And I think this is why it's so prevalent. You spend so much time with these people whom you share similar interests or lifestyles with. And if there is any bit of physical attraction, I feel like it's almost inevitable to develop that romantic connection. I used to think like, how am I supposed to meet someone when I barely have time to myself? And if I'm spending that time with anyone, I'm spending it with friends or family, not with some random dude that might end up being just another disappointing date. But trust me, I was swiping like I had never swiped before because, you know, people always tell you like, don't worry when you're not even looking or when you least expect it, you'll meet someone great. But I was like, if I don't look, I hope they know where the fuck I live because I don't know where else they're going to find me. So I started going on all these dates with guys that would just disappoint me on the first date because in my culture, which is Mexican, everyone's beauty standard is someone who's tall, slim, and light-skinned. The more white you look, the more attractive. And if you have colored eyes, oof, you're golden. So naturally, I grew up learning that and being physically attracted to light-skinned, tall dudes, meaning that I'm basically always swiping right on the brads and the chads that probably work at a hedge fund and think Cinco de Mayo is Mexican Independence Day. And no shade, but that's just the kind of guys that I've come across on these dating apps. But that's why I've had such disappointing experiences because I will literally go on a date with a guy and be like, oh my God, we actually have nothing in common. Or just thinking about how bored I am just because I just could never date a guy who doesn't make me laugh too, you know? And it's really hard for me to fake laugh on dates. So it's such a struggle. (laughs) So I think this was the time when... I like developed this whole mentality of like, okay, yes, it could be problematic, but you also never know. I had several older coworkers who would tell me their stories about how they met their husband or wife at work and how they didn't regret it and whatnot. So I was like, you know, I'd be willing to take the risk. And if it didn't work out, I would just deal with it then. But I also worked in an office where I was surrounded by a lot of brats and chads. So I didn't really have to worry about that being a problem. The gym, though, was a different story. Okay. Imagine going to some class-structured gym and becoming friends with one of the guys or the girls there that you just so happen to find attractive and charming, like, Imagine watching them lift some heavy weights and then cracking an actual funny joke and you being like, mm, pass. Oh, But anyway, that's just my perspective. I think it comes down to what you care about most, like most things, right? If you're very career oriented, you love the company that you work for and wouldn't see yourself leaving it because you have a goal of... Um, becoming a director or partner, I don't know, then by all means, don't just throw all that out the door for some romantic prospect. But I feel like I've heard of enough cases where a couple just ended up choosing their relationship and one of them found a job somewhere else or moved into a different department, etc. There are definitely ways to avoid an office romance, but I think there are also many ways in which you can make it work, in my opinion, if you think it's worth it. I mean, I literally could not relate because I have never fallen in love with someone from my office, but I feel like if it happened, you know, if it was something very organic, um, yeah, I would go for it. Especially during these challenging times when I feel like it's so hard to meet someone who I can relate to and have a good time with, good conversation, and also be physically attracted to. I feel like the guys I end up really liking are never really the corporate type of guys. And also, once I realized I wanted to date Latinos because of that cultural background and being able to relate in that sense i actually started dating latinos but i tried dating this one investment banker who happened to also be mexican which was pretty exciting but then he was the one that thought i was too americanized and i was like fuck okay this is harder than i thought I tried dating a tech guy who happened to also be Latino. And this guy was cute and funny, but at times a little douchey and and was literally traveling like 24-7. So I was like, okay, pass. I remember back in my college days, I dated this one guy for a bit whom I had known for a couple of years And at the time, he was a teacher and I was still in college, right? Like studying accounting, but I had already started doing internships and whatnot. And he would always be so judgmental about me majoring in accounting and like wanting to have that corporate job and corporate life. And I remember that shit would piss me off because he would say like, I don't know, I just don't see you being that girl. And in my head, I'd be like, oh, like bitch i was born to be an accountant (laughs) but now that i think about it i'm like you know he had a point there (laughs) so you know i guess i'm still trying to figure out what my type is because sometimes the guys that i end up really liking i'm like you know it's someone who i would probably never swipe right on or i don't know so this brings me to this article that i found from the new york times it is of course part of their modern love series which i loved watching on netflix or hulu or hbo wherever it was um this article is titled to fall in love with anyone do this i will post a link to it in the episode description just in case anybody wants to go and read the whole thing I just think it's like an interesting study slash cute story. The article talks about how more than 20 years ago, there was a psychologist, Arthur Aaron, and he succeeded in making two strangers fall in love in a lab. So then the writer wanted to test out this experiment in her own love life. And what the experiment is testing is whether or not a few commonalities could make you fall in love with someone or anyone for that matter? And if so, how would you go about choosing someone? And the way she went about it wasn't really like the original experiment because she met with this acquaintance. It wasn't a stranger. And they met at a bar rather than a lab. But even then, right, they barely knew each other. So they Are these like 36 questions from that experiment, which are meant to be a little more open or intimate, I guess you could say. Which are the kind of questions that would allow you to get a deeper sense of who someone is, what they care about, what their values are, what they might actually like about you. And then towards the end of the date or the experiment, whatever you want to call it. These two people would have to stare into each other's eyes for four full minutes. I can't look at someone straight in the eyes for longer than like five seconds without awkwardly turning away or like chuckling or something. So when I saw four minutes, I'm like, damn, you know how many things you can do or say in four minutes? So obviously, this story ends with them falling in love and it's all cute and whatnot. But the whole meaning behind this experiment has to do with what it means to bother to know someone, right? To get to really know someone at that deeper level, which is not a weird thing to happen when you're spending, you know, 14 hours a day with someone and. You know, you're working, but you're also taking breaks and hanging out and talking about your life and your interests and what you're going to do for the weekend and your parents and blah, blah, blah. And so that's when you start developing that connection. I think it's very true that we can't help who we fall in love with, but we also can't force ourselves to love someone. So although I am very much single, I think love is a very beautiful thing. And I think I'm more in love with the idea of love. But if you were to find that in your workplace, that special connection or something, why wouldn't you go for that office romance? And if you're totally against an office romance and would never do it, then fight for that life outside of work so that you do have time to go out and meet new people or that you're not too burnt out to date. So on that note, let me go slide in someone's DMs right now. I'm just kidding. But wow, I felt like really motivational during this episode. I hope that someone who might be struggling to make this decision or something listens to it and is like yeah you know what let's go for it i wish you all a happy end of the week if you're listening on thursday if not whatever have a great day have a great week i look forward to circling back kindest regards